0: So can you, brother, Dalton. Dalton, yes. We met on last Sunday, isn't it? Last Sunday, we met first time. Okay. Thanks, honey. Yeah. And your mother is here. Yeah, Laura. Laura, Laura. my mother is also here. Oh, no. yeah, visiting from Portland, Oregon.
1: Yeah, I'm on uh, the other side, Brooklyn, New York.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: I used to live in Brooklyn. Yeah, nice. I used to live at the temple on Skimmerhorn Street. Nice. And your name? I'm Dean. Dean and... Uh, Nini. Nini, Nini. And there's somebody else I got a new name I learned today. Sandra. Sandra, Sandra, Chandra. Chandra. Sandra. 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 <laughs> 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 nice. Uh, did we meet before? Because you look very familiar. No, I have not. Oh. Well, thanks for coming. If we I do know. this every Wednesday night. We have uh, different singers that do the kirtan. Different speakers we have, and we try to outdo the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you you've probably been to a college restaurant. So, yeah, yeah. and where are you from originally? Brazil. Brazil. Como, uh, oh. Como vai você? Muito bem. Muito bem. <laughs> 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 nice. We got Brooklyn, Brazil, uh, Chicago, L.A., L.A., LA. Okay. Um, Dallas. 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 Four-way. 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 Oh, your neighbor. Yeah, I just met him like an hour and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was walking my dog. Yeah. And she was like, this guy looks like he would like to come jam out on Wednesday night. Yeah. I felt like that today. I felt like everybody I saw was like, I should tell him like the person at the cash register. I heard somebody, was it was I was at Walgreens, someone was like, I'm getting off at 430 30. And I was looking for my Darshana cards. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, you would like this. <laughs> okay, so this morning I, I I had a dream. I don't remember what the dream was, but there was like a cliche phrase that was in my head when I woke up, and I was like, where is that from? And I don't even remember hearing it before, but it was just some cliche phrase that was in the dream, and I was wondering, what about this phrase? And so the phrase is, um, you already are the person you would want to be. Now that's the phrase. The of my dream. Wow. And it kind of reminded me of something that we were talking about yesterday, last night, <laughs> we were talking about something. Um And so I was thinking about this. Okay, how is this phrase, how do we how can we examine it? Because one of the first things that we understand in the Eastern philosophy is that that problems develop because we're operating from a faulty conception of the self. We have so many different identities and uh, usually pretty much whatever identity we have, there's somebody on the outside that is not part of that group that we identify with. For example, um, like my mother's here, she saw me at my first uh, punk rock concert we formed a whole bunch of concerts in Portland. She has some pictures of me, the big Mohawk. And, then I, and then I graduated high school. I had, the, the, I had two of them, so I could put the hat in the middle. You know, the <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so I had a friend, he sang in a band called Axiom. Okay, Lishaka is asking more time on the laptop so she can write her book. She is busy writing a book a uh, fantasy adventure book will be out pretty soon. <laughs> and it's from an anu. Yeah, that's some Okay. Yeah. What was I saying? Uh, Axiom. Axiom! Okay, so this is like death metal, thrash metal, yeah, hardcore, I, I yeah. crusty punk. Uh, <laughs> Like uh, yeah, if you want to be like listening to that music, first you have to like get all your black clothes, and then you got to roll in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Gutter punk, gutter punk, yeah, and then you have to have names like dirt and roach, (laughs) like cockroach, and And so, and it's you can't understand any of the words. The lyrics are going to be like probably pretty like you know, some revolutionary lyrics, so you got to have a lyric sheet. But when everyone, nobody understands what, they, <laughs> what they're saying. Other but fun stuff, a lot of fun. So he became, the, the the lead singer of that band became a gay raver. And so, he, you know, he no longer the dark black and spikes. It was like very bright fluorescent colors. <laughs> and for some reason, so a, a, a large group of his old friends didn't want anything to do with him. Anymore. And um, it was really it was all about the genre of music. Yeah. <laughs> and his fashion sense. Yeah, that genre. Yeah, that that, that oh, okay, we're not friends with him anymore. Uh you know, he wears, you know, uh not fluorescent. What is it? Neon.
3: What's,
0: neon. What's the other term for no
3: rainbow. Mm-hmm.
0: boy. Day glow. Day glow. What's a, the what's a type of color palette? Pastel. Pastel. Yeah, that's ah. a good one. Pastel. There you go. Flamboyant. <laughs> yeah. So he's the, he switched the from like different shades of black <laughs> <laughs> with some spikes and mostly different shades of black to pastel. And I think that band is still going on, but he was the singer. And they were protesting, like, they were sing about, you know, <laughs> Americans bombing you know villages and killing people and they're you know, they, you know, protesting against the government. yeah, complete change of identity and theres somehow there's somebody outside of that group. So um, the Vedic perspective is that there, there is an identity that goes beyond all boundaries and that is our actual identity, the identity of the, the self within. And we're struggling in so many different conflicts because we have created identities that are actually not really based on reality. They're based on some temporary situation. Um, For example, I was just reading last night from the Srimad Bhagavatam, ancient book. I have one volume here. Probably what I was reading is in this volume. Um, This is one of 18 5,000-year-old Sanskrit texts. Um, and it describes that if you're seeing a river flow, um, could you say that's the water of the river? Can you point to the water of the river and say that's the water of the river? Can you do that? It's constantly moving. So it's constantly moving. It so you can't say that's the or there's the fire. Well, it's it's constantly actually beca- there's some combustion and the fire is coming out, but you can't. It's like well, that was the water <laughs> of the river. So that's always moving. And it's so in the same way, it's it's, it's saying that the, the body is always in a state of constant change. And so if you identify with it, then what you're identifying is not actually present. It's always changing. We always mention this basic point of the Gita so Krishna says, um, we can do the Sanskrit because it's... Dehi nao svenyata dehi komaram yovanam jhara tatadehantara praptir dhiras tatra namuhyati. So, dehi means the body, dehi nao means the one who's inside the body. Uh, so, this is an analogy. says so just like in this life, you're already changing your body from babyhood to youth to jara'a, old age. Um, you're already changing your body. And literally speaking, the body you have today is not the body we were born with. The body we were born with has, sadly to say, has died. Every cell that made that body is no longer here. But somehow you're here because you weren't that body. You were the one sitting in that car, operating that vehicle, but the way the thing runs over time is that the parts are constantly being replaced with new parts. And just like there is a Greek ship that was maintained for over a thousand years because of its uh, uh, religious or cultural significance and some story. Somebody went across the land and fought the gods or something like that. And they and maintained the ship, but to maintain the ship, every single part got replaced with new parts. And so the big question is, is this the same ship? Is it? Now, in literal terms, it's this is not the body you have not born with. Now, the ship, it may look the same, but of course uh, the body doesn't look the same. Like I have, I got a picture of... Um, Google is crazy. Okay, this is what we. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. So my, I was helping my mother, uh, set up. Um, there's a thing called Google Photos, and Google Photos can take all your photos on your laptop and your computers and your phones and put it all in one place, and you can have the original resolution. To, and it will take, it will take out of your certain. Um, quota of space or you could have really high resolution that are good for, for printing but it's not the original resolution. Unlimited. So I was helping her set that up so she can have some space on her phone so you can take off the photos off your phone and put it on Google Photos. So she had a picture of my grandpa and the thing that was pretty interesting was my grandfather okay, he's a handsome photo. You see my mom. Okay. Now, somehow, Google Photos okay. knew that this was the same person. I was like, come on. What? Wow. I was, How? I was, is a like color scheme or is like the old? No, it's some kind of facial recognition. No. I was like, come on, he's a But if I showed you this picture and asked you who it was, you know, and I showed you a bunch of babies, you know, I also got a, here's a picture. Saying before we got too distracted by Google photos. The body is always, always changing. like we had Ri speak last week, and he said, "If I show you a bunch of different pictures of babies, uh, and I say, "Which one of those are me?" You, nobody, none of us would do it. unless we're like got the Google photos," and just, <laughs> and we got some. But generally we won't be able to tell the difference, even if it's somebody we know quite well bunch of different babies it could be a cousin or nephew we wouldn't really be able to tell so the body we have is changing so how does that relate to this uh, catchy uh, phrase Um, the The, the person you want to be you already are and so we all why we're here because we want to we want to grow somehow Want to experience some type of uh, consciousness or life that is beyond what uh, the mall or the TV is offering. Otherwise, we'd be at the mall or just sitting home watching the TV. We want something different. Why would we be at some weird uh, house? I do you know. Uh, How is it weird? Uh, We've got so That's not really different. Um, I'm here. Jason's here. Jason's here. Uh, All kinds of different people here. And so part of growth is understanding, okay, what is the ideal? What are we trying to grow towards? What are we going towards? And how many of you grew up in kind of a a Christian ideology? How many grew up in America? Mm so what do they say? Um, is the soul by its nature, is it bad or is it good? It's simple. So it's bad. They say it has a sin nature. They say it's just bad. Yeah. Anybody else heard that before? You're just it's bad. bad. The do you know? they say that about? They say that about. That's you. You're bad. You're like at your very core. Yeah. And so how do you grow? Because <laughs> you're just bad. Um, so there Yes?
1: I just, I'm trying not to talk much, because when I used to go to talks, I would ask all kinds of questions and constantly say things, but I'm going to say one thing. Yes, please do. Um, so you were saying about this, this Christian ideology and this ideology that we are inherently bad somehow, we're inherently flawed. She's angry. She's upset. She says, "You just don't listen. You just can't listen." And she kind of leaves it from there unless you sit there. And I was trying so hard to think of how to honor the things that I was taught while not giving into the stress or the thing. So I said, "You can listen. (laughs) You actually can listen." I wasn't trying to talk over her, but I'm just like, okay. She said, "But she said, actually, you can listen." Some of you are choosing not to. Some of you find. I believe you can, and we have, she's listening here, she's listening here, and I believe you can, oh look, she changed, she heard me say something, now she's listening. <laughs> You were
3: saying earlier, one of the Buddhist past said, um, you're, you're perfect, you're, you're already perfect, but you can do some improvement with what they like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Thank, you. Thank you very much. It
0: reminds me, there is um, a Hare Krishna couple from Australia, mm. and they're both uh, school teachers. One of them is a, um, a substitute teacher uh, in a public school, and one of them is in a kind of uh, I think she's involved in a school like we have here that's based on the temple and they did some they learned about some kind of uh, conflict resolution and they learned about dealing with children a certain technique and i so said generally there, there there are two techniques that, pe- that people's minds okay you you just enable them and say you know you just tell them they're you know you just don't do anything and let them be free, or you're just really hard on them, and that's kind of like it. It's like one or two. That's like only. You're just gonna go across that spectrum, and if you let them do anything, um, then they kind of develop a selfish spirit because um, it's about them. And if you uh, just really hard on them, they may follow something, but they don't. They don't value it. They, it doesn't mean anything to them when nobody else is around. Like um, there was some kids in a boarding school and they would always get up early and you know, they'd have to shower really early and it was on the weekend and somebody saw them and they, it was like they didn't get up till 11 or 12 and they had maybe shower and they were kind of just doing it out of spite, <laughs> just because uh, no one could tell me, it just out of like assert some yeah. independence. And so they had, their technique was a little different. It was, um, you had one thing called a reset, just like when you play a video game, you, uh, at least one, you know, back in the Nintendo days, you had that reset button. So you're playing the game, it's, something gets messed up, and you just kind of, you just press reset, you start over. It's it's non, um, what do you call? uh Not computational, but non-consequential. Not You just reflect, okay, how could I have done that better? So you say, let's have a reset. You reflect how you can do that better. So that's kind of like when you deal with the problem. But other than that, there's a larger side of it is to point out when they're doing something right. He said, attention is like food. You have all kinds of food. You have McDonald's, which is, I guess, kind of like food, Uh, (laughs) but it's junk food. And then you have Kalachanji, you have nice food, you have know, nice, there's all the difference. So, uh, bad attention, negative attention, is still attention. And, you know, like, oh, if I do this, I get some attention. Mm-hmm. Do this bad thing, and they say, hey, you stop doing that. But if I do, if I give the positive attention, then they also get nourished by that, they're encouraged by that. And it's hard to, it's, it's something that we're kind of cultured and and conditioned to just kind of see those two options, and to learn a new technique is a little hard. So they were discussing it. One of them was a substitute teacher, and he's like, like, I can't do that. I don't have a relationship with my students. I'm a substitute teacher. Maybe for you, but that's not going to work for me. And so the wife was like, no, no, just, how bad is it just if you just try it out, you know, just give it a shot. And so he came to a class, it was the first time at this class and there everybody was everybody's like throwing stuff, yelling, and then one kind of kid who was not really well behaved, but he was kind of assert- asserting his dominance. He said Shh. And then immediately he said, Oh I'd like to what is your name? Oh I'd like to uh, congratulate he, you know, helped establish the uh, quorum uh, decorum in the room. Just kind of encouraged him, <laughs> you know. And and um, and then later on that same kid was like you know, doing the spitballs the strong Yeah. <laughs> and he was doing it and then he like, called them up and he said, I went back to my like my old mode, like would you like me to like call your principal lowest? And he but he noted even though he did not Properly f- fulfill the technique. He only did the first part of like recognizing the good, the, the, the positive thing that the child did. He said that the person was wanting to to be successful in his eyes. He wanted to live up to their to his expectation. He said, Oh no, I, I don't want to. He said, Do you want to be? Young? He said, No, oh, I don't. He just noticed that change of attitude. He wanted to be, um, to you, you know, he said, like, give them that opportunity to grow. And he said he, they wanted to fulfill that that growth. <clears throat> so thank you for sharing that. So uh, one analogy that I give sometimes is that we are like a painted light bulb. So a painted light bulb means what color is in the white light? All of them. All of them, yes. Now if you paint it blue, then what comes out? And what gets held back? The rest. So there's so much of the, uh, so much of the character is being covered and not being expressed. And so the Vedic tradition has an inherently different conception of the self, that it is pure by nature, but we are conditioned, we are we're holding on to conditionings. We are, we are, for many lifetimes holding on to different conditionings that are uh, not, ca- not allowing the true beautiful self to come out. So we' gotta you know, scrape that paint away like we have this prayer.. <laughs> Shreya kaiva-chandra-kava-taranam vijya jivanam Anandam buddhi-vardhanam Prati-purnam-svavanam Purnatma-svavanam Sarvatma-snapanam Param-vijayate Shri krishna sat So kirtanam is meant to clean the heart. So cheta means your consciousness, your heart. It's like your heart is like a mirror. And so mirror, What is a, what, what do people use, people use mirrors for? You know? So they can see themselves. But if it's dirty, if it is painted, if it's covered, then what do you see? You don't really see yourself. You don't know who you are. You think, I am a Democrat. No, I'm not a Republican. As we said, there was a mirror. Uh, it was done there was a study by a prominent university and they asked what do you think of the people of the other party and a great percentage said i think that anyone who's in that other party is evil like 40% in one party and then the other 40% of the other party said i think that the uh, everybody in that party is evil and then there was another percentage like 23% that said, the world would be better off if they were not ex- <laughs> oh. <laughs> And it was both sides were saying these same really <laughs> 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 horrible things. <laughs> um, but the soul has nothing to do with that. We have different, you know. We're, we're, this is my group. That's not We had like in America, we had her, uh, we had a big civil war. People who were uh, pro slavery and the abolitionists. You know, like, I read this, because I'm in U.S. history right now, and there's a talk, and this guy is talking with great fervor, and he's talking, and he calls the people who are against slavery, he says, they're fanatics! <laughs> and he says, and they have rejected morality. <laughs> and he's, he's just speaking in such a bold way. I think some people just go, uh, oh, oh, kind of sheepishly follow, because he just speaks very boldly. Um but it's, it's this message is so bad, you know? <laughs> um, and so you have these different lines that are drawn. So, <laughs> so ceta, dharapana, marjana, marjana means to clean. So you're pulling out that paint so the self can become um, visible. Um, so in different philosophies, like Greek philosophy, you have a certain sense of duality, mind and body. But Vedic philosophy is not mind and body. It is body, mind, and self. Because are you proud of every thought that throws flows through your mind? Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that you're not your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not mind, and then you're the mind, and then there's the body. No, you're there's the body, and then there's the subtle body that, that is part of this, includes the mind, intelligence, and ego. And then there's the self, which is very close to that, hard to distinguish. Now, when a desire flows through our consciousness, we have the opportunity to choose to attach ourselves to that desire. That's my desire. I could just let it go by. This is another verse in the Gita, chapter 2, I think it is 72. Sambuder apa privashanti yadvat. Let's see, I always forget the last part. Tadvat. Oh, it's not 72. It's 70. Tadvat kamayam privashanti sarve. Shashantem apnotanakamakami. So, the person who is. Uh, achieve maturity in spiritual practice, they have, they're have deep like the ocean. And the ocean has many rivers flowing into it. But the rivers never cause the ocean to go beyond its drinks. because of its great depth. So similarly, a saintly person, a person who has achieved this maturity in a spiritual life, He has many desires, although he's because he's still present in the material body. He has different material desires, but he does not identify with them. He understands what his desires based on the bodily situation and my actual desire for them. There's a distinction between the two, and he is the one that is Shantim, Shanti. Has anybody heard this word, Mm -hmm. Shanti? Does anybody have a tattoo of Shanti on their arm? Ahamso, okay. <laughs> Somebody else said a Shanti. Yeah, yeah. You got the Hamsa. There you go. Yeah. Hymnsa, there. There you go. Okay. Shanti apnotinakamakami. So that person who has that that uh, very equiposed mind that's not chasing after the desires, he is the one that's happy. So that's the uh, the kind of paradox of the material world. If you chase after material pleasures, you will find distress. And if you don't chase, you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. A a Akama Kami, so the one who Akama <coughs> one who's chasing after material desires, he ends up uh, always in distress. Always, whether, whether he gets what he wants or he doesn't, it doesn't actually touch the self. It doesn't really satisfy. So, we're not aspiring to become desireless, but we want the real light of the soul to come out. If you look at paintings of saintly people from all around the world, they're always painted with a...
2: aura,
0: fulgent halo. In the cartoons, it became a ring over but it was actually expressing their brilliant aura. Now if we are able to come in contact with, with some very powerful, mature saints, we'll find they have a very bright appearance. And uh, their exchange, it is only that of giving. They don't, it's like, it's not like the ordinary exchanges that we feel in this world that there's there's, you know, a lot of take, take, take and a little bit a lot of take, take. Um, you can compare say somebody is like a a a young innocent child, they definitely have a bright aura
2: isn't
0: it? and you can compare to that somebody who is Mm -hmm. struggling to have some kind of independence in their life due to uh, heavy addiction to methamphetamines practically they're they're does their ability to direct their life where they want to is so much covered because that desire is so strong. You know, maybe around their grandmother or do something like that. Yeah. So something like that is kind of like the aura. What is the, what is the aura? It's like a cloud. Yeah. Yeah. So you can compare it and you can kind of see where where it goes. And you go to someone who's like a saintly person, have a brilliant aura, more brilliant than a young child. Yes, you had your hand
1: up. Um, I was just wondering what causes so if there's like this is too simple. If there's like trouble and then there's uh just growing and working on the, the, the false self and the material, like all of these things that are kind of bring us away. Um, and they're starting to like growth. regression, like why would there be extreme regression
0: where it's like, you're this place, like, and then you're like, up down, up down, up down, and then you're like back behind you, even when you started. What so, the, there's what is called the three gunas, and it's a subject in the Yoga Sutras and the Bhagavad Gita, mm-hmm. and these are three competing elements of nature, three different kind of Flavors of reality. Um, and uh, if I had a chalkboard, because I, I want to do this on a chalkboard, <laughs> you have the three gunas, and then you have your topic. You can even have the three gunas, and you can even go like brahma, Paramatma, Bhagavan. You can even have all different puzzles, but, um And you can write. You, know, you could go over a whole bunch of different um, specific topics according to the three gunas. It makes it really easy to comprehend. So... I'll give some examples. There is a, the bottom guna. It's characterized by a sense of darkness, destruction, loathing, uh, fear, uh, inertia, yeah. uh, madness. Uh, the middle one is uh, the the the, the called tamas. Second one is called rajas. Rajas is all about uh, success It's all about success, uh, building your empire, getting your name up there, becoming uh, successful, profitable, attractive, uh, liked, well liked and loved um, getting you know five stars and every <laughs> 10 stars, whatever it is. Being well respected and powerful, yeah. and generally, uh, if there is some kind of life coaching, there is some kind of uh, uh, motivation, uh, some kind of education to motivate you to become better. It is usually at that level. Don't be dark and lazy, and, and, and you know you can do anything. Just be successful. There is a uh, third flavor which is not really well uh, tasted or known in our culture. That is called sattva. So sattva is uh, this equiposed um, like that ocean deep person. Very, It is clarity, wisdom, a desire for knowledge, seeing a unity in all beings, because you see that spiritual nature. Uh, So, again, sattva, rajas, tamas, and they are ever-competing to exert their influence over the self. Sometimes we feel ourselves in a very kind of clear-headed state. Sometimes we feel like this dark and Man, I hate everybody. <laughs> Sometimes we feel like, yeah, I'm great. I'm, I'm on top of things. You know, there's a few more days and I'll be the king of this world. Excuse you know. <laughs> me. So these... And these are all. Even the top one is actually not. I mean, the top one is not. It is suitable for spiritual life, but it's not yet spiritual. Mm. So therefore, some, we we don't become fixed in those things. So sometimes a person could be on that level, but if they don't get a uh, a a higher experience, then it's like a roller coaster. Those we can sometimes be one of the one of the three. They're always to be. So I'll give some examples of the three, so it becomes easier to understand. So, um, 1 a.m. Which one would that be? What kind of energy? What kind of experience? What is the nature? What is the vibration in the air? Thomas, you know? go do something crazy. You know, 1 a.m. Like, do, do, go out, do something crazy. You know, yeah. might regret it later on. I am. Yeah, do things you regret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you say, like, uh, who, there, again, there's some saying, like, go to bed so you don't, I don't know, there's some kind of phrase, like, so you don't regret, don't do, so you don't do things, do things you regret. Mm-hmm. Early to bed,
1: early
0: to bed, yeah. makes men healthy, walk their life. That one? Not that one, but that's a
2: good
0: one, yeah. Nothing um, good, happy, doctor, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. Okay, and the middle of the day? You're building your empire. It's like try to do some type of meditation at uh, 1 p.m. Right. Ugh, my yeah, grocery list, all these kind other of, uh, bills. Uh, it's like it's just, minds are just like in that kind of like, be hey, successful, get your empire built. It's like very hard. And then early morning, such so You find all kinds of monks around the world. Getting up early, they don't want to miss that golden hour. Even before the sun rises. So uh, we'll go through some other ones. Your home is uh, in the red light district. There's a brothel next door, and your, your, your house is also a bar, and it's like kind of basement level. What's going there? Okay, your, your house has got a window view to the lake. Sattva and you're on you're in Fifth Avenue, thirty fourth fourth. Um, Rajas. your vision, you see an equality between all beings and you see the soul. Sattva. Your vision, you see um, different kinds of you know, there's a dog, there's a cat, there's my friend, there's my enemy. Rajas. And, and the bottom is you just see what you do is that's you know, it's all in all. Just, right. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, then you got um, you you give some charity because it puts your name on the wall. Rogers. Rogers. You give some charity, cause the guy says, you know, I need Thomas. Thomas. Oh. Charity is it, it, help, it act, that actually helps people, right? White right motivation, right, etc. Right. So you get kind of capturing the. So you, your homework is to go out through the world and see what kind of energy is being, and everything is nothing is pure one or the other. Everything is a mix. It's like you get the three R G B or red, yellow, and blue. You get those three uh, colors, and you make nine colors. And nine colors you make eighty one, and eighty one it just keeps on going, mm. and so everything has its certain um, level of, of its nature. Like it's, for example, you have uh, if you put plants, uh, animals, and humans, which would what would be the now you think of awareness, mm. which one were were. were where would be the animals are? rajas and plants they're conscious but it's a very it's a, it's a very dull consciousness so tamas and humans sattva but then you say animals humans, angels mm-hmm. and what is that mm-hmm. animals are tamas humans are rajas, angels are sattva now, there are beings in higher planets that are, that are the angels are kind of a little bit materialistic. So there's what is called uh, devarishis, great uh, sages of the universe. And so humans would be tamas, the, 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 the angels would be rajas, and then those devarishis would be sattva. So this depends on what is your frame of perspective. Have like different fruits, and one of them has more Thomas, but it's, it's not like the fruit's bad for you. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, a little heavier, you know, some
3: avocado, it's like, it's still super good for you. Those are also the forces that work in your life, like when you get tired. Yeah. You know, it's a the force, right?
0: So, yeah, Santo means we're, we know how to balance those. We know, yeah. how, to, we know how to deal with those ener- different energies. We know how to. Uh, utilize that properly uh, and the, the, another word for the guna another translation of that mode of nature is rope so tamas is like three ropes it's much more limiting on your independent expression of that soul's desire like the person who's the meth junkie it's like what they want to do as a soul is being just wrapped up really tight like all kinds of conditionings, and I, I do things I don't want to do. The soul is not evil by nature, it's not sinful by nature. It is being holding on to the conditioning. Mm-hmm. So, the question that's brought up if the soul is spiritual, then why is it, how can it be conditioned? How can it be in this material nature? And it's a, it is like a dream, because I started this story off the lecture, the dream. So it's actually like a dream. We are not conditioned. We are only identifying with that that, you know, that matrix vision that we are seeing. We are reaching out and identifying with it. But it's actually not our actual state. Hmm. So how do you wake up from a dream? How do you wake up um, this morning?
2: Yeah. Um, I was sore and hurting. Sore and all kinds of stressful things, except I was happy because I had puppies running around me. Oh, puppies, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the forest is very sattva, yeah. <laughs> and if a sattva person goes to the forest they see that they have that kind of vision if a raja rajas person goes to the forest they think oh how can how can i how many trees can i cut down and make some money mm-hmm. and the thomas person may even more dark and they may, and the old you know thousands of years ago the thieves would go in the forest and they would you know uh you know, catch the travelers and, and rob them.
2: Yeah.
0: So when you're sattva then you have this more beautiful vision of things. Of it and, and Therefore natural living it it it's more conducive for spiritual life. Sattva is like uh, say the goal is to to fly to Chicago. Thomas is like laying on the floor and whining about it.
2: <laughs> I've been very Thomas the last week.
0: <laughs> Rajas is like you get on the roof and you just jump to catch the plane, but <laughs> this doesn't. But Sattva means you go to the airport. So what does that mean? That means when we keep our life in a more sattvic nature, then that's when we actually can practice spiritual life. If we're very, if we're um, doing things that are just very dark or just very materialistic, it makes it very hard to make any progress in spiritual life. And it is a progress. And you said something uh, earlier that ref- that is reflected in the literature. It said in the spiritual world, when you get, to get to the spiritual world, you have to come to a state where you have your pure consciousness of the self. No material desires. No desire to exploit. Nothing to get out of anything, anybody. Only this loving desire to give. But the souls that are in the spiritual world, although they're already at that level, they have no material desires, they're always trying to perfect it more and more and more. For so there's perfect, more perfect, and most perfect. So they're already perfect. And they're always striving to perfect that perfection. Because for example, if you're in a loving relationship with somebody, you, there's, you could always think of, how can I be more loving? How can you be more giving? Some of the spirit souls in the spiritual world, they're, they're connecting with God they're in a very loving way. And so they're always there's a competition, Krishna. And the souls, and they're just trying to out love each other, and just going on forever. Some people have kind of this limited question: well, "Won't you get bored in the spiritual world if it's nothing but happiness?"
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's not like this kind of okay. You just could plug in, and it's like some you know juice of happiness. But it's actually this dynamic uh, competition of love that that makes it better and better and better. It's ever increasingly more blissful. One time somebody asked our founder, like, that question. He said, um, and he said, well, uh, come here. We will kick you, and when we don't, we stop, you'll be happy. (laughs) But no, that's not, that's a material conception. The spiritual is something beyond that. It's ever increasing. you don't need misery to experience the, the bliss of loving exchanges, there is a sense of there is a more esoteric sense of like uh, love and separation that creates a kind of uh, mirage of misery. But it, it's actually a, even a, it's a deepening of of, of loving ecstasy. Like, uh, um, how many of you touched dry ice hmm. before? Yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 burns. it burns it burns but its actual nature is cold yeah. so in a spiritual world a, a, a person may be with the supreme person and they may become distanced from that supreme person they may miss him and that love and separation increases their love and that Looks like misery is actually, uh, it burns like fire, but it's actually cooling. It is like the dry ice. Lord Chaitanya
3: showed that a lot in his life.
0: Yeah, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there's a the kind of father of Kirtan. His birthday is on Monday. On Monday. We yeah, so we're going to we have now. a festival at the temple. We're going to have a big, uh, we're going to have a Kirtan at Clybourne Park this Saturday. Conference. 3 to 5 and we're going to have our drum performers do a uh, drum dance performance. Um, Then we're going to have Sunday, we're going to have lots of music on Sunday and we'll have some class on Chaitanya. And then Monday is the actual day, this is a holy day in the Indian culture. And so it's Krishna's avatar and he taught how to be a lover of God. So he, he also expresses. Love and separation. So, I'm stuck here. You said... Um, oh, yes. So I... Not a dream, but most people in the morning, if you have to wake up, say you have to go to uh, work, if you work at 6 a.m., what are you going to use to wake up? Alarm clock. It's a common thing we use. And what happens when you, you're like... Um, Dalton? Dalton sees on his like never ending story, uh, white dragon dog. <laughs> never ending story <laughs> 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 And he's writing it all, yeah. he's got, yeah. there's all kinds of other I dreams it like you have a mind but there's like no intelligence. Yeah. Like Nothing needs to make sense at all. Right. <laughs> and at some point, somebody like, "What? Wait, how does it even make sense? It doesn't make sense at all." How I wake up! <laughs> I remember one time I had a dream, and I, because uh, my mother and I, we lived in Honolulu. Um, I grew up in Honolulu, and we lived in a sixteen-story building. And I had a dream, and I realized it's a dream. I, uh, and then so I was like, here, I can jump off the building. I'm indestructible. And so I jumped off the 16th floor of the building, and I was like doing like bumper cars with my belly, just bouncing cars off and <laughs> running for the road. <laughs> and, um, so we're, we're in this dream, and then there's a awesome. Okay, you don't have to... I have a really sweet alarm. You don't have to have a horrible alarm. You wanna you can have some cure. Like. Um They'll take you back. No, gone. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be like you're um, you're you're getting eaten by a tiger or something, like, or you're about to fall into something. And your the solution is not to find a way to like defeat the tiger, it's just to get out of the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's not reality. Um So when you hear that sound, the alarm clock, it reminds you, because a sound is not coming from that dream reality, it's coming from outside, an external reality, something outside of that dream reality, and it's reminding of you of that life you had before that dream. Because every time you're in a dream, you forget about your whole life. You may forget, you may remember or not, that you have a spouse, you have kids, or you you may forget so many things. You may even forget what you look like or so many things. But then alarm clock reminds you of the reality that you're a part of, some other reality that you're a part of. Uh, This mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, it is. It's an imported from the spiritual world. This is a Goloka imports. Goloka, Goloka. Goloka Prema This is. This is this vibration. It does not come from this world. That's why you wouldn't have sat, sat here for thirty minutes listening to her sing. Kola, kola. Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. Coca, 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 Coca. <laughs> I'd like, say, we, like, for example, we go to the uh, uh, Halloween block party at uh, Oakland Lawn, uh, Cedar Springs. And we go out there with like 10 drummers. And like, we, we're rocking out. We're doing some kirtan and... And people dance with us for hours. Now, if we went out there very enthusiastically, someone locked the door. I think. Okay. Not very enthusiastic. Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. go, go, go. <laughs> Gotta be the cola. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> locked that door. <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> oh, it's been hands full. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Is yeah. that a song? I don't know. Okay. So if we were out there very enthusiastically with some kind of uh, representing some kind of company, maybe that they saw a lot of uh, Budweiser, maybe we were singing like some Budweiser song. People would tag along for a little bit, but they wouldn't be for four hours repeating the same three or four words. It would just get miserable and dry and stale. And these are people who have not read any of these books. Don't know what we're doing, but they're getting some of this taste out of it. This bliss out of it. Without even knowing anything about it. We're out there, we're saying three words Hare Krishna and Raman. Thousands of times. And they don't want to go, they don't want to let us go home. We go there, chant to 2 a.m., and the police say, You got to go because this thing is done. And if you don't go, they won't go. So you got to go. We literally have like 300 people following us around. Our yeah. you,
3: know. you heard that story of Dass? He was chanting in his car and he got pulled over because he was going like 10 miles an hour on the highway. And, and he's like, you know, he, he gets pulled over by the police and he comes up, the police comes up to him and he's chanting. And then the policeman just stops and he forgets why he pulled him over. <laughs> and, he, and he's just smiling at him, and then rounds up after about two, or three minutes, looks at him and says, "Am I free to go?" <laughs> <And then> the <laughs> officer's like, "I guess." And, and he wouldn't leave though. He kept like he kept leaving and turning back around and trying to talk to him. Uh,
0: so that that's the test of something is spiritual. Is it it goes against the, the normal laws of nature, and the normal laws of nature is the law of diminishing return, dot the laws of entropy that things just get old and stale over time. Uh, you could go watch uh, the Joker. I haven't watched it. Yet. anybody watched it? Good movie. Good movie. I hear. But 50 times in a month, will you watch it? No. Yeah. Only yeah, certain movies. Only certain movies. <laughs> Practically, no movie we'd watch 50 times a month. We go back and watch that movie because our memory got old. Right. So then it comes it still becomes a little bit of a fresh experience.
2: Twice a day? No. <laughs> twice
0: a day? No. <laughs> it just gets stale, you know. Oh, we day after day after day after day. hmm So that's how you can test if something is material or spiritual is it has this it doesn't go in that direction, it goes in this direction. You're like, I don't
1: think that's a good test because I've watched my little pony you know, right over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I am I'm, I'm admitting that here because the house be is here as you said
0: Would <laughs> no, I, but would you watch the same episode uh, five times a day? Every I mean day? there are
1: times when I did. Also like I would love chanting back and forth almost anything as long as it was loving and kind. Mm. There's um there's really nice calls and peace
0: is, here's here's an experiment you can do. If you chant a uh, Bona fide mantra, something that actually comes from a real uh, spiritual tradition. You'll find, especially when it comes to any name of God, you'll find that whatever that substance is that is being expressed in the, the sound vibration, you'll find that it's there. Whereas if you say, I everybody's played this game when they were a kid. You just say a word over and over again and the word becomes very distinct from the object. You yeah. are like, it, it's so weird that this sound means that. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> it's like, how does this mean that? It's just, it's, if you just say it over and over again. It just, it becomes distinct from the object. Whereas when it comes with these divine mantras, you might not even know what the object is, but you, ex- you have a taste, you have an experience of it being present mm. in the vibration itself. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's why, uh, like, uh, there's a statement in the Bible, Hallow be thy name. It a name is divine. It's not a material thing. It is actually divine. It is not a vibration of this world. It is Goloka imports. Goloka is a name for the spiritual world of Sanskrit. Yeah. So I will stop here and ask for some. Uh, Reflections. Um, some kind of doggy bag you're going to take home with you tonight. So, so, up here start here.
1: Oh, um, I guess since you were talking about spiritual sound vibration, I was just thinking of this Bible verse. I don't remember where it is in the Bible, but it says, "Make a joyful sound for the Lord."
0: With and uh, doesn't it say with drums and cymbals? Maybe. I
1: think
3: that one. That one but I felt like that energy was so nice when we were like singing earlier. So yeah. Yeah,
0: that's awesome.
3: thank you, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um the most important
0: thing, well I can't say the most important thing, but um one thing just the influence of the mode of material nature and
2: um how they're actually controlling and pulling you. You know what I'm yeah. saying?
0: And, I uh, want that thing that I saw a commercial about. No, <laughs> it's told you you want it, and you believe, you. Yeah.
3: And also the 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 distinction between uh, the mind and uh, the self. Nice. Okay. So um. Yes. Yeah, you
0: you have any take home you want to share? Yes, yes.
1: Um, so interesting that this conversation was about giving. That that's the true spirituality when you just give. Yes, yes. Because I was actually listening to a lecture today, and it was talking exactly about that. It's the only way that you can really have joy in in be one with the oneness
0: is when you just don't think about what you can get. Mm. It's just from giving. Nice, yeah. Thank so you. It's just reinforcing the message that everybody already mean. heard it. Hearing <laughs> it from the old other, you're hearing, you're hearing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Any other, you want know, to take uh, take home something you want know? to? I'd like to let other people talk before
1: I do since
0: I've oh. been talking so much but yes, I
1: would like to say things. Erin? Oh. So. Hmm. So, something I think a lot about is, um, I think I'm lazy. <laughs> I spend a lot of time... You got
0: your good friend, and, Thomas. Yeah. Tamagoon. Yeah. Like, um,
1: I don't want to be, but I don't think I'm quite there yet, dedicated. Like, like I'm not... I don't invest in the right stuff.
0: <laughs> and sometimes it's the rajas, the passion, the... Helps us get out of Thomas. We can't yeah, just jump yeah. to the peaceful part. We just fall asleep. Yeah, no, like, I'm so tired. Or like
1: stupid, like let stupid, like not stupid, but just my minute stuff irritate you. Like the car in front of you doesn't go when the light turns green, or like you know, yeah. my son like says something, like he's being a teenager and being rude. You know, just like silly stuff. It reminds me, too, when you were talking about the
0: Bible,
3: where it's like the verse about, like, why do I do what I don't, like, why do I keep doing what I don't want to do? Mm. Um that's being Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to read the verse that you read earlier. Samudram Thank you. And it says, A person who is not disturbed by the incessant flow of desires that enter like rivers into the ocean, which is ever being filled but is always still, can alone achieve peace, and not the man who strives to satisfy such desires. And I think it's important to take away that desire there's desire and then there's the implied meaning which is a craving we cannot get rid of our desires but we'll rather we can purify them and seek to desire union with god rather than craving for things which are fleeting
0: Nice, thank you nice.
3: Um, i've taken a lot of a lot of great
0: things since i've been here so far and um, one thing that i have heard is about the desiring and it's funny because about a week and a half ago, I heard this man tell me this kind of this. I don't know if it was a quote that he pulled out from another story, but he told me, "If you always focus on the outcome, you'll never get the result." So I mean, that's a, that's a huge thing because I mean, I'm not going to lie. Before I got this new career, I was a car salesman for about five years, yeah. and that's all I was about was just getting all the flashy things. I mean, I wanted to make this much so I could buy this much, buy this much, yeah. and I noticed that. I mean, I was so focus, and so content on just the outcome that I was not paying attention to little things and I was never truly happy. Nice. So that's so, a very sad for statement. Yeah. Nice. So it's really, it's really awesome that, I mean, that, I can, you know, that, that, it's, that I'm not the only one, you know, so yeah. <laughs> so. Cool. Um, when you
1: were talking about the three levels and uh, the word that was coming into my head for, I don't remember the words, but the The level where I felt like the word that came into my head was contentment. And um, it's one of those things where I was raised in a Christian household. And I remember this story so well. I was never a big fan, even as a kid, of the Apostle Paul. I just didn't really like his motives. (laughs) But he had this letter that he wrote to the church while he was under house arrest. So he didn't have his freedom. And he said... Find contentment in whatever circumstances you're in, and it wasn't saying be happy or be you know rich or be successful. It was like be content, find mm-hmm. that contentment. And so when you're describing those levels, I thought, yeah, sometimes it's hard to get to that place, but that's my takeaway from. What
0: Thank you, saying. you. Yeah, that uh, in the Gita, Krishna talks about the austerity or the um, the discipline of speech, the discipline of the mind and the discipline of the body see so the discipline of the mind is called Santoshta uh, which means satisfaction contentment' and it's like oh satisfied means yeah in all circumstances yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. that's like a discipline of the mind
3: yeah. Yeah. Something you said about the three just those three words and how they come from a divine place? and how that they always have this interest, there's always a positive investment. Those three words are something that for the first time they appeared and I didn't know, like I was probably just walking to the restaurant or something and they just came to your consciousness and I was like, why didn't you do that on purpose? And something, there's nothing I've ever seen or interacted with that has done something like that before or just kind of oh.
0: Probably previous life. Uh, Nice. Okay.
3: Your turn.
2: He remembered me.
1: (laughs) I was thinking in my head, if he doesn't, then I need to learn how to let that go. (laughs) It's not like, okay. Um, That was part of it. So uh, I lost my cat last Friday. And it was particularly hard for me because there wasn't time for me. The last cat that passed away that I had after, it was old age. And I there were two weeks where I knew he was going downhill and I was taking care of him. And he passed away peacefully, waited till I got home from a trip and passed away peacefully on my dog's bed, which she never laid on, because my dog had passed away a couple, a couple weeks before that. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was coming. It was really hard, but I knew it was coming. And this was a lot harder um, for me. It was sudden. You know, he got run over by a car. Oh, oh. Um, and he was an indoor outdoor cat, so I felt like it was my fault. My fault, my fault. Even no, though it wasn't my fault. I rescued him when he was already an outdoor cat, he was by parking lots and things like that. And his spirit could not be tamed. <laughs> like I've had cats I didn't believe in outside cats. I it's like that's they need to stay inside. Um, but his spirit needed to be outside. He needed that, and he reminded me constantly. He would have burned the house down. (laughs) Um, And he came in at night because of coyotes. But I loved him so much, but it was this just... I was already feeling really depressed, right? And I was feeling a little bit better that day. (laughs) And then I found this out, and then everything went crashing down. And so it just made me kind of... It brought things back again. I guess, because sometimes terrible things can bring things back again. Yeah, yeah. What matters, and um, where are you, and what are you holding on to? Because I remember all these teachings, and if everything was going through my head, uh, like, thought, thoughts up and down. Like, one of the thoughts was that we are not what we have or something. I can't remember how it said. But like, we love what we have, right? We love our animals, we love the people around us, but we're not... We're more than that. or it's more yeah. than that, it's temporary. Everything is temporary. I nice. see. So, so, I was balancing that, and I was feeling isolated, and I felt called to come to this because I had been wanting to come for a long time. Oh. And yeah. We're glad to have you. And it's been a long time since I've been to anything. I used to go all the time to things like this, you know, in this uh-huh. genre. And when I came in. Um, I love singing, and I haven't been singing much for a long time at all. And it's and it wasn't just singing; it was this this environment where not only were we calling to something higher, but everyone here, regardless of not needing to know each other at all, really, uh, just the shared humanity, and you can feel that when you're chanting. And uh, my heart is still very not just from this, but just from a lot of traumas. It's still very raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's nice to be able to exercise okay. a little bit, letting it open up again and giving and taking, and listening to things that you've said that sound familiar but different, and, and letting them be new to me, even if I've heard them or re-energized, I guess. And if I've said too much, I'm sorry.: No, no,
0: thank, thank you <laughs> Thank you Thank you.:
1: but Thank you. Uh, there were so many things that you said that were helpful for me, so I appreciate it, and I appreciate what everyone else contributed, because everyone always contributes something, even if they don't say anything,
0: you which know, is so. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, um, this one thing that uh, came to mind about uh, trauma with the male. Yes.
3: <laughs> 8.30 <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 8.23 That was <laughs> a Thomas <laughs> Taking
0: it easy Doesn't even want to go to bed for Thomas <laughs> um, So my mom and I We lived in Portland, Oregon There's a lot of fragrant oil shops You don't find that in Dallas, Texas Is it? You don't find that Essential oil shops, not really in Dallas, Texas. You can go to the gift shop. There are <laughs> some in Dallas, but like they're kind of rare.
1: Few so
0: if you smell like ten fragrances and your nose just stops working. Mm-hmm. And so what do, what do they what do they give you? So co- you can co- co- coffee. Beans. So coffee is a bitter smell. And bitterness can create clarity. So you're saying that trauma can create some bitterness can create clarity, so you kind of wait, you kind of sometimes we can be in a dream. we are in a dream this whole world that we're living in is reality, but it's not our reality. We have our own reality that we're that this alarm clock is trying to remind us to get back to and we've forgotten about it but the the mantra the this alarm clock reminds us, wait a minute, I have a reality that I need to get back to. I'm so invested in this temporary reality, the, the, the daydream of this world, and even the night dreams of our sleep, that we forgot our actual daytime, alive activity. So, some bitterness actually can create this clarity and help us remind us. That's what this material world is for. A little, little bit like, come here, and a little bit of slaps. You know, like, come, come. It's gonna be nice. <laughs> come, come, come! And try it again. <laughs> so when we get after getting slapped by this world enough, and we like wait a minute. Is there something more than just what this world has to offer? Is there something deeper than beyond just the ups and downs of this world? So we'll stop here. Everything is ready for you to eat. It's some delicious. Don't eat the toothpicks. Is that the message? Don't eat the toothpicks if that's not part of your diet. The, tuten, glut, tut, the toothpicks do not have gluten, but they are probably not so gentle on your stomach. Each wrap has a toothpick. Hare Krishna.